I'm Dr. Michelle Plaster, and you're listening to Between Two White Coats, a podcast where we dig into key issues surrounding health and wellness. I'm a family medicine doctor, and my co-host, Amber Foster, is a family medicine nurse practitioner. In our combined 30 years in medicine, we've seen a lot. We're discussing some of our biggest questions, obstacles, and patient-centered advice in hopes of educating you and keeping you informed. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you have found this podcast helpful, give us a five-star rating and review. This helps other people find our podcast. And make sure you share it with your friends. Thank you for your time. We look forward to serving you. Thank you for joining us today. We have just finished Thanksgiving, and I like everyone. We eat too much. We enjoy the long break from work, um, and we're moving around uh, with Christmas around the corner and the New Year's. This is just such a busy time of year, and uh, so we want to talk a little bit today about how we can have healthy holidays. Amber and I have realized in our careers that there are certain times of the year that we have people's attention, and there are certain times of the year that we don't have your attention at all. I mean, we have patients who will straight up tell us, uh, I'll see you after first of the year. Yeah. Like, your three months will be back in December. I'll see you in January. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just not thinking about our doctors and our health and all these things during the holiday season. And we're not telling you to stop thinking about all the things that make the holiday season so wonderful. Um, however, we can continue to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes we need to really put more energy into taking care of ourselves because the holiday season can be hard. Yeah. But let's be honest, like from Halloween till New Year, it's like a big break. You're like, oh, well, Thanksgiving is in a couple of weeks. Oh, well, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate, we celebrate Christmas, but you know, whatever religion you may have, um, what holiday do you celebrate? Then that comes in December and then January's new year. And so, um, people just kind of like, they just kind of give up. Like I won't see weight loss patients for three months. They'll be like, uh-uh, no, I'm not coming in and getting on a scale. So, and then like they worked so hard for seven or eight months (laughs) and they lost 20 pounds and then they come back and they've gained 15 and then this is their annual cycle. Yes. Like if we could just stay neutral. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to lose weight through the holidays. Just, just stay don't neutral. Gain. Yeah. And then you haven't undone all your hard work. Yes. And you know, it's sort of like, um, they, the holidays just kind of sneak us in. Um, it starts with the little baby candies for Halloween. You're stealing out of your kids. Yeah. Thing. So we've got, we've got this huge basket after Halloween and it's all bite-sized stuff. Yeah. So I'm not really done that much harm. Yeah. I'm just going to have a bite-sized Reese cup yeah. every single day for, <laughs> you know, four they're weeks until they're gone. <laughs> And then that prepares me for the full-on gluttony that is Thanksgiving, yes, yes. where every single thing has to, you know, if, if, if you Gravy only have and... your plate filled once, you have failed all of your family members. Um, and then you go straight into all the other Christmas, New Year, or other religious holidays. And so what we really want to do today is bring people's focus back to what is important and how can we mind, body, spirit in the most healthy way through this holiday season, which is often a struggle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think the most important thing is first to put our minds on the things that matter the most. What do the holidays even mean to us? What is it that brings value to this time of year? I was talking to my kids last night because we have, um, in the past done, we, we moved and 
we're built somewhat building house. We'll see if that happens because of the rain, but, um, the rain, the pandemic, the rain, all the of lots, it. Of, lots of, and lots so, of, so, um, we moved out of our house that we had lived in for several years and we had done lots of traditions in our home. Um, and so now we're in a rental house and like all of my Christmas stuff is in storage because when we sold our house, we thought we would be in a new house by Christmas. Well, that's not going to happen. And I am not searching through those boxes to find right. our, our ornaments. So I was like, what do you want to do? Like, what's in, something different? But when we were talking about things that mean something to us, it's things that we're doing together, movies that we're watching, like some of our own other traditions, but creating some new traditions too. So like family time matters to us at the holidays. Yeah. So whatever and, that may look like, it's time together. And I, I, I love a number of things that you're saying. Um, one, I would just like to first, with full transparency, let everyone who's kind enough to listen to us know you're not just a little bit of a Christmas oh, person. No, no, no. I'm, I'm How many Christmas trees did you put up in your in last our previous house? house? I think I think the most was ever like ten, but it was like one in each room. And it's we're absurd. talking full size Christmas yeah. trees, people, not the little Charlie no. Brown tree. Mm-hmm. A full size. Yeah. Christmas this year tree. we're gonna have the Charlie Brown tree. That's what I keep telling yes. my kids. And Amber, <laughs> uh, Amber annually would do a wonderful fundraiser for a different charity every year, where she would have Santa. And Mrs. Claus at her house, and hundreds of people would come through and take photos and make donations. And that was when I was at your house at Christmas and was like, I have failed my family. <laughs> we have one Christmas tree. So, yeah, if you want to feel good about yourself through the holidays, yeah. don't go look at all your decorations. This year you should come because this, yeah, no, this, this year I'll feel totally yeah. normalized. Um, but it, it is, you know, there's, there are, and if that brings you happiness, then that is what you should do. If you are putting up eight or 10 trees out of obligation and it doesn't bring you happiness, then you have every right to give yourself permission to do what makes you happy. And then when you have interruptions, what I also really appreciate you saying is so many reasons that holidays can look different. Mm-hmm. And we really get in the mindset that um, at Thanksgiving, this is the table, this is the place, and Aunt uh, Aunt Sue always b- brings this, and I always bring this. I mean, my assignment is always the drinks or the rolls because paper I can't products. cook. And, yeah, paper <laughs> products is often my assignment. Yes, mine too. But we all have our roles, and we play those same roles, and we do those same things, and we sit in that same chair. And then what if it has to look different this year? You know, this, this past uh, 18 months and more from the pandemic, we've lost a lot of people yeah. um, or that people are still not comfortable gathering. And it's been a long time since we were able to gather. And yeah. so it feels more sad, um, more difficult. So if it has to look different, how can you step back and say, you know what, it's going to look different, but we can turn this into different good. Yeah. And so in your house, you can say, let's start this new tradition And then I imagine for many years forward, this is going to be your little rental house tradition that now you've got all of your trees up and and your house is built, but you're still carrying forward this tradition where when we had to make a compromise and we just really dug into our love for each other, we started doing this and and it stuck. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of patients when they've had loss um, and even, you know, pre-holidays, I start talking to patients who I know have lost a loved one in the past year. And this is going to be the first Thanksgiving or the first Christmas without someone. And as I talk to them, I say, well, how are we going to face that? Um, And what are you going to do? 
And I've had patients give me great advice on how to help people through that. Um, I have patients who, when they lost their mother, they were adults and they lost their mother and Christmas was the single most important thing um, to their mother. And they knew that they weren't going to be able to stomach through Christmas on that first year. So they said, you know what, we're not doing it. We are all going to go as a family to um, a shelter and we're going to serve the meals. And they did that and it just really distracted them and serving others just filled their hearts and they have continued to do that every single year. And so the next year they went and served and then they got their family together and did a traditional Christmas gathering. And they've done that for 10 years. Um, you know, I think there are ways for us to say, we don't think it's gonna feel right this year. So how can we intentionally do something better or different or, you know, just to, to serve our family better? Yeah. Some of the other things um, you mentioned, with that, not just pandemic, but just loss in general is new traditions, like you were saying. So we recently have had a family who's lost a loved one. And the mom mentioned to me, she's like, I think we may just go on a trip just to kind of escape. And I was like, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. You know, like just to do something a little different. Um, and sometimes going home for people is not always like warm and fuzzy. Like I want to go to my mama's house. Like it's, but you know, some people don't have that. Right. And so even though if you feel obligated, what boundaries are you going to put in place? Like it's all we always say, like the politic religion conversations at dinner, like, you know, how can you draw a line there or draw a healthy boundary for yourself mentally so that you're not like exploding at the dinner table? Right, right. <laughs> and you are allowed to uh, protect whatever it is that helps this be a good holiday season for you. So maybe you go home, but you don't you don't spend the night in the house. You don't stay there. You find a place nearby that does all kinds of Christmas stuff and, the fa- and you and your family stay there and then you go over for Christmas dinner. Or maybe you go um, differently. You know, maybe you don't go right on Christmas because some people's Christmas becomes anything but joyful because they've got five stops to make. They're just, they're serving everyone else's needs and not their own. Um, I have a friend who's a, a vascular surgeon, very busy guy, and they live in South Carolina and they've been going to Indiana for holidays. And there was a year that they just couldn't. And they realized that as much as they love, they're so close with their family, but they were able to actually just have a quiet Christmas. And they said, you know what? We're going to start alternating. We're going to do a Christmas at home in South Carolina. And then the next year we'll go to Indiana. And then we get the best of all worlds, but we haven't just really pushed ourselves too far. Mm-hmm. You're, and you're too exhausted. You oh, can't enjoy it. Yeah. Like traveling is exhausting, you know? And so and traveling on like December 22nd and 23rd, yeah, it's, miserable. It, it's the hardest days of the yeah. year to travel. Um, you know, so we've talked about traditions and, uh, and really figuring out what the holidays mean to you. You know, I always try to encourage people last year, I must have said a million times, Jesus was born, whether COVID exists this year or not. Yeah. Jesus was born, whether we all get together or not. And so when I was, you know, last year, the COVID numbers were terrible around Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was asking people to not go to family get togethers, despite the hard year we had had when I knew how bad they needed their family. But I was so scared that a lot of people were going to get sick at these family gatherings. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we, we may have missed last year's Christmas and we may be concerned about this year's Christmas, depending on where you are and, and what COVID numbers or other things look like. But I think really remembering what the holidays are about to you 
allows you to center yourself a little and say, this is a religious holiday. My religion has not changed. My love for what happens in the birth of Jesus on this day um, or you know whatever it is that you're celebrating is still there. Yeah. And so if traditions are important, be focused in your traditions. If a tradition isn't enjoyable for you, come up with a new one. Um, if the religion is the core of what your holiday is, then keep yourself centered in that. Um, and, and, you know, carve out some time and make some plans. If the Christmas decorations and the lights are really what matters, then find a way to get your family all in the car and go, you know, take those teenagers who are kicking and screaming about spending time with you. Because we all know in 10 years, they're going to look back and be so grateful that they, you know, were drugged to see those lights every yeah. year. Um, spending time with family is important. Then even if you're, if you're going to do a big gathering, great. If you're not going to do a big gathering, still make sure that you, you know, one-on-one or, or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever to really dig in and, and love on your family, but being focused on the things that matter, um, which then leads us to not being focused on the things that don't matter. Yeah. Um, how much have they had in the news this year that there's a supply chain? I, I swear if we could all have a nickel for every time we hear the word supply chain, there's a supply chain issue and you're not going to be able to get your kid's favorite toy. Yeah. Wow. I feel like we can still enjoy Christmas if that were to happen. Um, and, or if, you know, last year, I think everyone received my Christmas cards in January (laughs) and that was okay. Happy, happy new year. Um, but really recognizing that some of these things don't matter as much as we give them the weight to matter. So let's not give whether the best present shows up on time that much weight. Yeah. Um, I, we can show love in so many ways, uh, and so many other ways of giving. Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting focused on some of the more important things. And I, I really believe that through Christmas, we need to budget. Yes. Amen. And amen. That when we say budget, the first thing we think of is money. That is true. Don't spend money you don't have because you got swept away in the holidays to then have January come around and really stress you out. And the supply chain's not there, so you're going to get it late anyways. Exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Use If you don't have the money for it, just blame the supply chain. Yeah, there like you go. Blame the supply chain for everything else. I'm sorry I wanted to buy you a really expensive gift, but the supply, supply chain. chain wouldn't get yeah. it here. Um, but budget. Really look at uh, how much you have and want to spend and budget that. And sometimes, too, I think... Um, like activities, doing things together. Sometimes it's not just the gifts. Like my kids don't remember probably what I got them five years ago. Like they're just not, but they're going to remember that we've watched Elf that 5,000 times because it's hilarious. Yes. You know, so sometimes like, even though we're talking about money, sometimes the best things you can give are things that are memories, not necessarily a toy. When when we look back, you may remember the year you got a bike or you may remember, you know, something big, but for the most part, you know, when I look back at all my Christmases and my mom and dad are Christmas people if it's yes, not, your mama is. oh, it is. She, she makes the best peanut butter balls. I can't wait for them. Yes. Them down. And that's a Christmas <laughs> gift every year is some of her cookies, her, her Buckeyes for all of my yes. loved ones in Ohio. Um, but I, everything was Christmas. And what I, the Christmas that stands out to me the most is my dad was a salesman and some years he would do very well financially and some years he'd get a really high quota and he, and he wouldn't meet it and he wouldn't get paid well at all. And so one year, I. Uh, 
my dad was preparing us that it wasn't going to be a, a don't get a lot of big gifts in your mind because you're not getting a lot of big gifts this year. And so I ended up writing poems for everyone for Christmas. I think I was like middle school where I was part smart aleck and, <laughs> and part creative. Um, and we laughed so hard about my silly poems that were so bad. But and my mom kept the poems and. Um, and that was really um, what that's the Christmas that stood out to me the most was yeah. when we had to be creative and silly and uh, and really dig into what mattered. I don't remember the, the years that things went really well. I don't remember all the gifts. Yeah. So, yeah, I think to be able to take that pressure off of ourselves that we we can budget Christmas and we can be creative and we can do things and um, spend time as opposed to money. Yeah. And that will matter the most. Um, I think while we're budgeting, we also need to budget our time. Yeah, It gets crazy through Christmas and we need to take the power of our no. If it is not something you want to do and a place you want to be, then you don't have to go. Yeah. And if it's something you really want to do, then, you know, move mountains to be there and make it happen. But we want to budget our time and we want to not wear ourselves out. It's important to stress manage and sleep manage through the holidays so that you're getting enough rest and you're not from, you know, this Christmas event to that Christmas event to now what? And now I've got to run to the store because I've still got eight people on the list and um, and let all of that start to carry you away and you're not getting rest and you're not managing yeah, your you're stress well. Parties that people are staying up later. I know when my family gets together, everybody's staying up till like 2 a.m. to catch up because we see each other, you know, once a year maybe. And so um, resting, like make sure you're getting enough rest. Yeah, protect those kind of things. Um, and so budgeting your time, budgeting your money, budgeting your ability to say yes and no um, I think is all really important. And then, you know, we wouldn't be doing our due diligence if we didn't talk about budgeting your calories. Amen, amen. And, you know, we've talked about the person who works hard all year and then undoes it all in yeah. three months and we know better, but we get swept away mm-hmm. and all of our favorite things, my mom's cookies, yeah. you know, that she fixes every Christmas, but I can enjoy my mom's Buckeyes without eating 50 of them. And um, it's, it's like, you know, the, the holiday, typically the meal that you're looking forward to those traditions, that's just typically one day. So like the day's coming up to that, you can, you can get it together and then enjoy the day. Like I tell patients, even, I mean, across the board, enjoy, enjoy the traditions, but the traditions don't last two weeks. Like it doesn't give you an excuse to keep eating horrible. Right. Afterwards. You don't, you know, so if you're listening to this right after Thanksgiving and you have some old pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie that isn't really tasting that good because it's a few days old, go ahead and toss that. Just chunk that, yeah. Go ahead and and toss that. You don't have to keep eating it for the next week and a (laughs) half. Um, and, and being active, you know, really, mm-hmm. if you know, you're going to be eating more and there's a lot of different opportunities, whether it's Christmas parties or Christmas dinners to enjoy things that you wouldn't other times of the year, then make sure you're taking 15 minutes. We've talked about budgeting your time and how busy you are, but 15 minutes to move around, uh, go for a walk and stress manage while you're doing that. Um, you know, referring back to like our gratitude walks and other things so that you can stress manage and exercise at the same time and making sure that you burn a little bit of calories because you're going to consume more. A few little holiday, um, tricks. Don't go to any holiday event hungry. Uh, shop the, shop the options at the buffet. So when you're at your aunt's house and she's the most delicious cook you've ever experienced, 
look around and see what all the options are. Don't just start filling your plate and then be like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have put that on because I really want this instead. And choose the things that you really want, but don't choose everything. Yeah. Don't go back for seconds. You know, enjoy it. Take, you know, your time, eat, be present while you eat, but you don't have to go back for seconds. Drink more water. Keeping yourself hydrated will keep you from overeating. When you're at those holiday parties, position yourself further from the food. So you can go and have a couple snacks and then socialize and do your other things without subconsciously snacking the whole time while you're talking to people. Make sure that if you're enjoying alcoholic beverages that you space that. You know, have one martini that you sip on throughout the evening, but don't get caught up in the holiday spirit of partying and then drink more than what you had intended to, which also won't make you feel better the next day. (laughs) Um, But really making sure that you're smart about the choices you make. I think we get swept away with the fun of the season and sometimes we aren't thinking through things until after the fact. And then also like... Just the winter time, you typically have more respiratory diseases. Like, I mean, obviously COVID, like we've talked about a bazillion times, but, you know, flu and other respiratory things too. So things that can boost your immune system, like the exercise, like the water, um, you know, making sure that you're eating healthy, um, but also multivitamins or vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, those types of things, anything that can boost your immune system um, is helpful. Make sure you're washing your hands. Great idea. um, You know, while you're, while you're celebrating the Christmas Yes, being smart and getting your immune system up, sleeping well is going to keep your immune system up, stress management as well. So through the holidays, we are encouraging you to be focused on the things that matter, that we really ask that when this podcast is ending, that you ask what matters to me through this holiday season and keep that in the front of your mind and don't let anything distract you from being centered in what matters. Um, and to remember to be budgeting, mm-hmm. budget your time, budget your money, budget your calories. There's nothing that is off limits, but just going too far could make you in January have to undo a lot of your December celebration. Yeah. We talk about this a ton. It's something that we really push around here is gratitude, but thinking back about the things that we can be grateful for this year, you know, as we kind of wrap it up, um, and look forward to 2022. Yes. Yeah, so take some time. Move into 2022 intentionally. Continue to put your health as a priority. We so appreciate you listening to us. That clearly shows that you care about your health. And we look forward to joining you in 2022. And super happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. We like to leave you on a positive note. Today's Tell Me Something Good, you actually get both of ours Tell Me Something Good today. So Shelly, you go first. So we want to tell you what we love about Christmas. Um, The holidays are something good. And my tell me something good for the holidays are twinkle lights. I love to drive around and see how people have decorated dark space that I normally don't notice with lights and Christmas decorations. The fact that people put energy into trying to cheer the person, the stranger who drives past is something good. Yeah, I'm always impressed with them too. Um, my tell me something good is my family, we love to watch movies. And so we typically watch a few over and over. Um, Elf is a top favorite. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen it with your family, definitely take the time to do that. And then Home Alone. Um, that, those are really great movies, funny Christmas holiday movies. So those are the things that we love. So something good is definitely the holidays. Please make sure you're making the holidays good. 
Until next time, take care of yourself.